Listening Dog Media. The Hot Mess Mum. The mum most likely to send her kids to school in regular clothes on non-school uniform day. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the Hot Mess Mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our Hot Mess Mums, telling it as it is, Kelly and Cherie. Hi, it's the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast here. A big thank you to you if you've recently subscribed, downloaded and listened to us. Welcome aboard and thank you so much for your support. Don't forget, after listening, just take a couple of minutes and leave us a lovely little review. We really appreciate it. We've recently hit number one in the iTunes charts under Kids and Family. It's the first time ever we've been number one, so we've been celebrating and that's because of you. So thank you so, so much. Our guest today is a very special lady, um, a broadcaster, journalist. She wowed us on Celebrity Big Brother uh, and now often pops up on uh, This Morning and also Good Morning Britain with Pierce Morgan. She's a panellist on that quite regularly. We're so glad that she agreed to come on and be part of the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast. It is the lovely, gorgeous India Willoughby. Our Hot Mess Mums, telling it like it is. Kelly and Cherie. Very excited now. We have a super special guest with us on season two of the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast. It is the lovely India Willoughby. Hello, hello, hello. ladies. It's such a pleasure to be here. Oh, we're so good to have you here. Yeah, we're very excited yeah. about having you here with us. We were talking about you in our bed last night, me and my really? husband. Yeah, <gasps> you were on Pierce Morgan yesterday. I was, yes. I love Piers. And he said to me, oh, he said, she's hilarious. He said, she said the LGBT <laughs> were like the KGB. <laughs> And he was chocolate well, away true. Back, you know, the story. everybody expects. It's like me saying to you two that all brunettes are all blondes <laughs> should think a particular yeah, way. And yeah. I think generally everyone assumes that because you're LGBT, it's all one big happy family and everybody agrees all the time. And while, you know, there is an overriding bond of, you know, you want acceptance and you're all minorities and, you know, you're all misunderstood to a degree. There's a lot of catty fighting. I can imagine. Goes on. And sometimes, sometimes people are really, really sensitive to it. So I, I just try and puncture it now and again and have a little bit of a, a joke. Some people don't always get it as a joke, though. They take it a bit So do you feel like you have your own battles within your community? Is there so many different? No, but is there like <laughs> you just said the community? <laughs> I hate the community. Right? Okay, that's yeah, fine. The no. there, there are no like monthly meetings. There's no agenda <laughs> or anything like that. Honestly, it's just like. So a, then, why do people say it? Why is it? Why do people? Some people say do it? live like do have that though. Don't do you know? Of course they do. Do you know what? Yeah. I think that's the big difference. Actually, that's yeah. a really pertinent point there, Kelly. It's the fact that I just, I just see myself as a human being you know as a woman and that's the be all and end all of it whereas I think some people who are under the T for transgender now the big umbrella word they actually like being transgender and they like living in as you say well you know let's use that word community they like living within the confines of of that world whereas for me you know I didn't I didn't transition to be transgender. You know, I can, do, I can be transgender without doing that. So it's a completely different thing. And I think that's why sometimes 
I fall out with them and they fall out with me. <laughs> yeah. And we get, yeah. We, we, we've got different things. I mean, you've got a new thing now where obviously uh, you have people who don't identify as having a gender yeah. at all, gender non-binary, gender That's when they have the babies. Paloma Faith did that thing, didn't yeah. she? I'm not, I'm going to, and I, my head just spins. I'm not, yeah. I don't, I don't I, know, just, what, it's just a baby. It's, it's a baby. That's it. Absolutely. Yeah, but then if she wants to see it like that, that's fine. I get really nervous talking it's, to it's people. It's a mind feel. It is. Honestly. And like, I feel like my mum, she's of a certain age, and she gets so nervous <laughs> that she's going to say the wrong thing to offend somebody. Yeah. And I feel like you kind of, People do pigeonhole people. Pe- people pigeonhole mothers. People pigeonhole, you know, I'm married to a footballer, so I must be stupid. Yeah. And, you know, I've, you know, got loads of money and I'm just go out for lunch all the time. Mm. No, I don't. But I don't get offended by people that think that because I just think, well, actually, you don't know me. So yeah. Yeah, I don't give two shits. So you can say what you yeah. like. You're small minded. But then some people will say it but not feel like you know like I've just said about the community and you've gone well I'm not part of any community <laughs> that's fair enough I get confused of and as lots of people do you know people brand people as things or you know well, yeah. under certain umbrellas See, I think where I fall down as well is I'm not a great one for all there's a certain way of speaking you've probably noticed it in the modern world and people will say I want to rip down the gender binary you know smash the patriarch and all, you know, yeah, they, I, and sis, yeah. and like some people call themselves they, and you think, well, whoa, you know, that's like plural, but that's fine. I, I'm all for everyone living as you want to live. Yeah. But some people can get really precious about it, and that they feel that their interpretation of how they are living should be how you should, yeah and but you're not I'm I'm no. not I've never and this is no disrespect you know I've got loads of gay friends I go out every week with my gay friends but they will tell you that I know nothing about the gay or the LGBT world because it's not something I ever I've been involved with yeah or anything like that. Trans is very different. And this is another thing, you know, trans always gets mixed up because it's within the LGBT acronym. Everyone assumes that it's... It's all, it's all, it's all basically same. a gay yeah. gay world. Yeah. Everyone's going to a Steps concert and like dancing <laughs> to Kylie Minogue records. It's not like that. Not for transgender no. people, honestly. Some, some, you can be transgender and straight. You can be transgender and gay. Yeah. And sometimes I, I do feel almost as if I've been forcibly conscripted yeah. <laughs> into this. And it's a lovely world, don't get me wrong. You know, it's great music, the parties and all that sort of stuff. It's lovely, but I'm never going to meet Mr. Wright no. at a Steps concert <laughs> <laughs> or at the final of Eurovision. It's not going to happen. No, I think, do you know what? I think at one point as well, I don't think it's so much now, but it was like almost a fashion, you know, yeah. when people wanted, you saw the younger people as well. Oh, this is controversial. Let's labels. talk about this. Well, yeah. well, my brother's gay. Yeah. Uh, so when you mentioned the Steps concert, it took me back to when we first started going to nightclubs with him and it was all that kind of thing. Now, what was the really awful band that were like Steps but not as good? Do you remember those? Scoot. Scoot. Right, all of that. So we saw all of those in, mm. in that time. But I, it was a different kind of, I mean, he's 30-odd now. It wasn't like now. I feel like sometimes now it has become a bit fashionable to label yeah. yourself a certain thing in a certain way. And then all of a sudden... It, it creates a divide without people even knowing it. And I think not everyone wants that label. They just want to be who they are, right. don't they? Yeah. So yeah. you're India Willoughby. Yeah, that's it. That's right. Full stop. But then I think your story is very interesting.
interesting. And mm. so some people that are out there that are going through the same sort of thing that you went through with your life and how you are now. People find that interesting, and but and they might look at you know a certain community and mm. go, well, I feel safe there because you know yeah. nobody else knows how I'm feeling. But then they would look to you probably because you are a celebrity yeah. and mm. you are you know in the public eye that. Um, that they would probably... I don't know, you must get lots of people writing or, uh, or messaging to you or just... Do you know what, Sherry and Kelly? I, actually, it, this is something... I, sometimes I feel like it's a bit of a burden. Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> bet it, it is. And it's really, it's really awkward because, you know, some LGBT, like I said, because they don't have the same view as me, and I like... People, but that's fine. I you like shouldn't it, have to have the I same like, view. I like people yeah. with different opinions, but I'm somebody who... I, quite passionate and I like to have an argument or a debate but I, I'm still friends with that person at yeah. the end. a debate is one thing and, it, and the other is thing but I do f- sometimes it's really tough because I feel as if there's a, a responsibility because there are no trans people in my sphere news discussion programs mm. what have you on TV um, or there's barely any trans people at all it's almost as if when you go on you've got to represent Everybody, and you can't, and you, you shouldn't know, have it, to because no, it's, it's just you. Like yeah, you said, you're being you, and I, this is your life. I don't want to upset but people anyone. Are interested in you know, of course, everything about your life. And I, yeah. I, I suppose when you put yourself, you know, you were on Celebrity Big Brother, mm. and I thought you were wonderful on there. And I thought the way I you was handled, terrible. No, but oh, I think no, no, no. I think the way you handled yourself, and it was difficult because yeah. again, you just wanted to go in there as you. This is me. I'm mm. India. Do you know what I mean? But people are going to be interested in yeah. every aspect of your life. So that just brings up everything. And then you're having to explain. And you don't want to explain. I'm there for me, you yeah. know. But then I suppose the people of Celebrity Big Brother got you on there because of your story yeah. as well as well, wanting you being there. And that's where I think it all crosses. Yeah. that It broke my heart, actually. Celebrity Big Brother. I'd wanted it to do it for ages. Absolutely adore the programme. And I got on, and it was the year of the woman, the woman you yeah. know, like 100 years since women got the vote. And I was chuffed to bits, you know, launch night, and, you know, you're all done up, you've got a nice dress on, you've had your makeup and hair done and everything. And then I went in, and I thought, oh, this is great. It's like my favourite programme. I'm on it. The year of the woman, it's acceptance. And then within half an hour, like two people in the house <laughs> were misgendering me, just like all the time. And they knew it was... An all women woman launch. Yeah, yeah. It'd been in all, all the glass, glossy magazines, everything. And at first, you know, you try and ignore it. Mm. You think, oh, maybe it's just like a slip. No, of but you should know. But at the same time, you should have, yeah, as you but did. But once, once, when it, when it happens, a hundred times, and it literally was a hundred times within forty-eight hours mm. that this had happened. And obviously on TV, they don't show all mm-hmm. 100. They, sh- they show a couple of times, yeah. and then they show you erupting. But there was a lot in between I the bet. couple of times. I bet. And, and the eruption. And uh, I just... Uh, it, it dominated my... It ruined my experience. But do you think you were it naive to think that that would not happen? I think I was. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Because I think, you know, these bosses, TV bosses, they are clever. They're not yeah. stupid. You were going to cause some sort of controversy. Yeah. You know, being but in my, there... I thought... The other people in the house, the women would respect. Absolutely, and so they thing. should. And you know, so, some of them did, but there were there were two characters in there who just were not having it from the start. No, you know that was what they were pick pick picking at 
all the time. And obviously, that's I'm always going to have that. Yeah, weakness. and also it's TV, and, and I think the way they heal put. Um, people together in those sort of programs they know that that's going to happen yeah and that's what i'm saying it's like it's night you know you sometimes you get forced into these situations if you are in the public mm. eye and you think oh it, like you said you were ready to celebrate you know yeah. being a woman and it's like the first time they've ever done this yeah. and it's exciting and all the positive stuff Absolutely. that's come with it and then it wasn't I and know. i think they do that you know horrible. people in tv they do that to yeah. make good tv but the even though on the good side it has been, sort of been explained to me after I, I i came out i did erupt and i did kick off i think i was in the most boring series ever of celebrity big brother <laughs> when you look at the actual <laughs> cast members it was as dull as ditch water but i don't regret <laughs> kicking off in the sense of what i actually said i did want to make it clear you know about that difference between drag queens and people who are actually trans trans in the sense of you know actually transitioning yeah. and changing there's a big difference between the two groups and also i'm really glad that even though i was singled out and i was on my own i got them all in the kitchen <laughs> and I gave them what for. Yeah. And, and, and the only thing that I, that, that I took out of it was apparently when I was in, because it was all kicking off like that, they actually delayed my eviction. So normally they kick you out on like day four, day five, yeah. the first evictee. Um, but they kept me into day 11, which is like almost <laughs> two weeks. Yeah. So I was the only one in that series. And I'm the, I'm the longest person for a first, first eviction. A big tea to stay in the house the longest well, duration. History. Everyone else in the house came out in twos or threes. Oh so, wow! So I love eat that. that. Yes. <laughs> um, you have. You obviously. You're a mum as well. Mm. So how? Well that's, a, well, that's a funny thing as well. I don't know whether you use the word mum. So does your son call you mum? No. How's that, how's that work? No. That must have been a huge thing. You know, once yeah. you told him and me. Me and my son growing up. Fantastic loved each he is the most important person in my life and it was always going to be the toughest part of transitioning and I knew he was doing his GCSEs and I thought right I'm going to wait until those exams are out of the way and I uh, me personally I couldn't hang on anymore it's mm -hmm. like it's called gender dis on the medical well, you side you were leading a double life yeah, as well weren't you gen you do I, yeah conflicted like absolutely that. and gender dis when you have gender dysphoria it's actually it cripp it's crippling inside. And I'd reached the stage where I, I couldn't go on. Honestly, it was dreadful. And I thought, I, can, I, I know I can last until my son's done his GCSEs. Once those are out of the way, I'm going to tell him. And I took him out after his GCSEs and we went for pizza. And, and I was thinking, right, I'm going to tell him in the restaurant. But we got to the restaurant and the restaurant was so busy. I thought, I can't do it here and this is me as the old me mm. so I thought I can't do this here and, but I'd done a safeguard I'd written a letter which I had on me so on the way back I just pulled into this park and you say where are we going where are we going and I said oh, just hold on a sec so I pulled up and I said look there's something really serious and important I need to tell you I said I want you to read this letter and however you feel at the end of it that is fine with me if you don't want anything to do with me that's Fine, I'll respect that. But, you know, if you read this and then just come and get me. So I got out of the car, bawling my eyes out, went to this park bench. <laughs> he was reading it. And then I heard the clunk of the car door and he walked over and he just put his arms around me yeah. and he said, it changes nothing, you know, you, you're still my dad and all that sort of thing. And um, we had a good cry and obviously I transitioned. But 
it does change things. You know, there, mm. there is a glass wall that comes. And when you, you know, you were talking to me there, you know, as, as mum, I've got to be honest, I don't know what is the correct term. And the other thing is, me and my son, sadly, we haven't spoken for two years. Oh, no. Oh, and is it because he's really tough? He, he what, can't accept He feels... Or... Oh, it's so difficult, you know. And I, I can only sort of get by with it, almost boxing it off mm. in my head, and it's horrible. He, he feels that I... I let him down by going on Big Brother. He didn't want me to oh, do really? Celebrity Big Brother because of the attention, um, you know, that it generates. And you'll both know it's it's not when you're in public life or you know people know you. It's not just you who reporters well, you know, I mean, and I, newspapers. It's not, and also with such yeah. um, with you know your situation as yeah. well. I mean, I know when I I did um, I'm a celebrity. Yeah. And my kids were at the time, I only had two at the time, but they were very small. Mm. I think if I went on to reality programme now, I've got an 18-year-old, 16-year-old, yeah. 11 and 7, I would seriously think twice about doing anything That's because right. I just think for them, yeah. you know, I wouldn't want to embarrass them, you know, That's right. at any time. But at the same time, I still want to work and I want to do stuff for yeah. myself. So it's that real kind of... Well, I think, I think, I think you, it was, wasn't it? Doing it, that. It was, a, it was a massive thing for me. Um, and I think in an ideal situation, if I'd have got through Big Brother, not necessarily winning it, but got, but through, just got it, through it, you know, in, in a very clean, unscandalous, controversial way, there, there may not have been an issue. But because I went in and for that series, you know, I was the mad woman kicking and raging and, and everything. Um, it was really difficult. Do you regret going on there? I've got mixed feelings about it, Sherry, to be honest, because obviously, you know, Kelly's just said there, it's something that I always wanted, wanted to, to do. do. Yeah. Um, and I think it's 50-50. I'm really, yeah. No, no, I, I'm going to say, I'm I'm glad I did it. You know, yeah. it's how many people get the opportunity yeah. to do it. So it's a great experience. And I'm just hoping now. I know my, you know, I, I, don't, I just want to make this absolutely clear. My son isn't, Transphobic. He no, hasn't got an no, issue. No. It must be with me. No. But you've got to understand. You know, he he was sixteen at the time. He's now uh, coming up twenty. And at sixteen, it is a big thing. He's, of he's a mature kid. You know, he's intelligent. He's he's sensitive. He's clever. He's like in Amnesty International. You know, he's very aware and uh, you know of the modern yeah. world. Uh, but also, he's probably is. guarded for your but, feelings or people attacking you. Yeah. As you are, you know, and Absolutely. It, that's probably heartbreaking. But I think there's a lot him. of things going on because, in a, in a way, you know, I now, this is only my interpretation, I don't know if it's true, but almost I am now the person that killed dad. Mm. Mm. And I'm there as the replacement, which, you know, it's such a difficult thing. Well, I suppose thing. it's like he's had to mourn dad yes. in a way, even though, you're, you know, you're, yeah. you are mum now. That's you are, right. And I think for none of us can probably process what mm. he's had I to deal with yeah. because it's not happened to any yeah. of us, you know. And that segment... And it must be very, very difficult. Yeah. And like you say, if he's not, you know, he has accepted, but at the same time yeah. there's probably certain layers mm. to it that... Yeah. Having to deal with it so publicly must be very difficult. I, I did meet somebody who was uh, a, a trans woman and she was 80 years old. This was last year. 
and she obviously times were very different when she transitioned um and she was saying to me, you know, you've got to be patient. Just be patient because it is such a big mm. And he will thing. change again from and I, 20 and I, to 25 yeah. to 30. You emotions. You, and I, but I said yeah. to her, you know, it's been a year. I don't, I don't know whether how this is going to change. And she explained that, you know, patience in our situation, mm. her situation and my situation, could be 10 years. Yeah. It could be something like that. So, you know, as far I haven't. The door is open. Of it's course, always of open. Course. If, if by some chance he's listening to this, I love you to bits. You know, I'd love to hear from you again. And I'm sure that'll happen at some point. You're an amazingly strong woman, I, I, as well as being brave and witty and telling people what you think, which we love. But I know that obviously you, you've been through so much, but you... You ended up going through more surgery, that pressure of looking a certain way when oh you're God, a woman in the yeah. media, and Cherie knows about this as mm. well, is obviously huge. And because of sort of online trolls and, and those vile people that we have out there that are awful, you did end up having more surgery. Mm. To, and I know you went on this morning, it had a huge reaction with people, their hearts were sort of breaking. Holly was very upset mm. as well, listening to you sort of tell this story about how you then put yourself through further surgeries and stuff to make yourself I know you, know, you look incredible by the yeah. way but you do. that is so much to go through I know how do you feel now I, I do you know I feel disappointed in myself actually I love how I look yeah. I'm very happy with the results but I'm oh I'm so annoyed that I, they got to me I think it's so it and they, must be that so I easy, ended though. up you know putting myself through that because of these anonymous people that I'm mm. never going to meet. They no. all have anonymous profiles. Yeah. They don't have their names no. or their pictures or anything like that. And when you look at it in that sense, it's crazy. Mm. You know, it's yeah. absolutely insane. We I think care we about all, what other people but, think. Yeah, though. we do. We but do. also, I think as women, we put pressure on ourselves anyway. I mean, I look in the mirror and I think, God, I just want a freaking necklace. I want, <laughs> you know, my eyes doing. I want yeah. everything doing. But I think that's normal for a woman. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think, and I wouldn't even bloody read comments if I was on any sort of social platform mm. and people were because that would probably tip me over the edge yeah. so I would feel the same but I think we're hard on ourselves anyway I think that's a woman thing do you know I, what I, I mean I think so and I think as we're getting older we yeah. kind of go shit I want to look younger you know I want to yeah. look a bit more and that is know. a definite having played for both teams if you like <laughs> <laughs> it is a definite difference yes between the two you care. know looks so you know again this yeah. isn't PC in um, 2019. Oh, oh, you get old men on but, TV and that's okay, but women, yeah, well, exactly. women have to look a certain age, a certain, a certain way. way. Yeah. And, you, and looks can be a good thing. You know, there, there are certain perks you get as a woman from looking a particular yeah. way that you don't get being yeah. a good-looking guy. But there's also a downside, yeah. Yeah. a definite downside about looking a particular way. Oh, you get well. judged for looking too good or making yourself look good of or taking care and of your appearance. Not always by the opposite sex. No, by the opposite yeah, sex. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, God, I think the, women the are bitchiness worse. has astounded yeah. me. Yeah, absolutely yeah. terrible. That is ten times worse. Well, I think so. <laughs> I chatted to Nicola McLean, who said that because she was a glamour model, because mm. she does look a certain way, people don't think she should be intellectual yeah, or think given she, an, she's an opinion. A bimbo. Yeah. And I just that uh, you know that's narrow-minded. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Actually, talking about the trolling as well. Um, I'm very fortunate to be friends with Boy George oh, now, and him, oh he's been giving me guidance oh, wow. you know, on social media oh, and all you know? this sort of thing. Oh, and God. last night, he actually got in touch because I've been on 
Good Morning Britain yeah. with Piers. <laughs> and I was, with, with, there was a, just to put this in context, there was a chap um, who's a doctor and he's a, a Christian and he says he can't do his job anymore because the law says he's got to refer to transgender people by their pronoun and he's not willing to call somebody like, he would call me Mr. or he um, oh. throughout a conversation. So, which is just, oh. it, it's just rude. Yeah. You know, he's, yeah. he's not going to burst. Just ignorant. He's not going to burst into flames. Yeah. But anyway, so we had, <laughs> we had, we had, we had this discussion on Good Morning Britain. And obviously Piers was sort of was stirring, stirring it a little bit and everything. So afterwards, Twitter went nuts, absolutely berserk. So like all these crazy people were coming on at me, you know, chucking all this garbage and what have you. And boy, honestly, boy George, I, boy George is like a Buddha. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he just, he's been through so he, much. He's been through much, so much, and he just he sent me a message in between. Oh, wow, <laughs> so it was very zen, and he said, "I want you to watch this." Program on Netflix. I forget about her name. I think she was called Bren Brown. Have you heard of her? No. It was like a TED talk, but it was very good, and um, it was brilliant. And I watched wow. it last night. And basically, what you've got to do, all this negativity out there on social media, as I've just mentioned earlier on, you're never going to meet these people. No, They're basically you're not. invisible. They're nothing. They have not. You've got to. And the phrase is, you step over it. Yeah. And you yeah. don't get dragged down because once you get involved and respond to you're these conversations, you're feeding them. You're feeding them, and you're and feeding. You're, losing... you're biting, and then they'll get back at you, and yeah. it's not worth it's it. It's not that's worth what they it. They want, isn't Absolutely. it? They want the response. You're too good for they that. They want to know yeah. they've upset you. And I think that's for it, all of us. That's what we've all got to do. That's all it is, and that's why you've just got to. You'll be the better person the bigger yeah. person you stand you know for what you are and you believe in your opinion who cares what they think you know you don't know them different if you're talking to a friend and it's, yeah we're having like you said you debate well, with everybody of course doesn't mean you're going to fall out with and them. if it's a friend or somebody you you yeah. respect then you you take that criticism on but board these faceless because people, you know it's coming from a, a good place and from somebody who yeah. Yeah. loves you or is yeah caring twitter for you. is particularly hateful I, yeah. I find you know um we've got the medicinal chef on season two mm. as well and he isn't on there he's on instagram <laughs> and facebook but he said i just find it the most hateful platform yeah. to be on but I do believe that you can connect on there because mm, I do. Know, we I quite got like hold it. Absolutely, and have chatted to you, and and that's been fab. So I think you can meet some amazing people. It's just you've got to take it for what it is and don't out. Uh, oh, filter it out and yeah. don't believe in what people no. say, you know, mm. or uh, try and not let it affect you in that yes. way. That's how I do it anyway. I've been called everything. I've had my <laughs> husband's had death threats and oh, hope your family die of ca- cancer and AIDS. Never. And, oh, my oh my god, god. like the most it's horrific things. All because he plays football. Have you ever reported it? Yeah, we have. Police, when his last match in Australia, yeah. um, he was threatened that someone was going to come down and shoot him in front of his family just Dreadful. because he played for a different team yeah. that they didn't like. So we had to get the police involved. And you don't want to make a thing of it. I mean, we didn't at the time, and we didn't say anything to any press or anything because I don't want to feed them by saying, like, as if you're going to send someone down with a gun. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> However, you've got to take these threats well, seriously. You, you, you these do. days, yeah, you exactly. just don't know. But I just think those kind of people get a freaking grip, yeah. get a life. You know, go and live your own life. Stop worrying about what we're doing. Do you know what I mean? I see social media as a positive platform mm-hmm. and I will always see it as that and I will always ignore trolls or people that, you know, you can have an opinion, yeah. but don't friggin' shade me. Do you That's know what I mean? Right. Everyone's got an opinion. I love shade me. I yeah. love shade. Shade's good, isn't it? <laughs> no one's shaking my life, baby. <laughs> 
Oh, I believe as well that you were you were at Borders, weren't you, Carlisle, Cumbria? I was, yes. Yeah, well, so border. was I. So we oh, you're joking. Oh, we weren't. I was going to say, were the same people Fabulous. there when you were there? Fabulous. Could yeah. be. Who so was it was Dave it? and Lara who were the editors when I was Dave there. Dave and Lara. Yeah. Dave Roberts? Yeah, Dave yes, Roberts. Yes, Dave Roberts. Is he still there? He's, uh, I think <laughs> he's now, no, he's not still there. He's not. Oh. I think he's working as a press officer for the church. Hopefully it's not a church that disapproves of me. <laughs> <laughs> that would be terrible. Oh. Yeah. Was it on the industrial estate when you on were On the there? industrial estate. Yeah, it's all being flat now, opposite the pie factory. Oh. Kavanagh and Grey. <laughs> That's I used to drive from Newcastle, bloody Are hell. Are kidding me? No, and I wanted to be a reporter on TV. I was a journalist, obviously, in the radio, yeah. and I, I switched over, and they sent me there. They said, it's smaller, so you'll get on really quicker, you know. Well, Dave loved me so much that he made me his bloody PA. So I never got out to oh, any no. stories, apart from when someone was ill. I mean, I thought about making a few of them, you know, like <laughs> spitting the tea or whatever, because I desperately wanted to get on screen. And if someone was off, I got the job. But other than that, I set up all their jobs for them. He loved me. But as his PA. Oh, and my I, God. Oh, so I gave up in the end. Bless them all. They were a lovely team. Well, it was I, good I for that ITV border. It was such a small it's team a, that you were, nice you were just team. chucked in at the deep end, wasn't it? Yeah, Sink or swim. they were lovely. They were Tim stuff. and, oh, really yeah, nice bunch. Yeah, Tim, Tim's still there, I think. Uh, I missed radio, so yeah. I ended up going back to it. And, and that was my little... And I thought, oh, my God, we were both there. That's right. There so a few people. I think Richard Madeley started there. Um... Who else? There was a newsreader Fiona Armstrong, can you oh, remember her? No. For ITN. Ooh. Oh, Nina. Yeah, she'd Nina gone Hussain. when I got there. But. Nina Hussain was my, when you join ITV as a, as a newsreader and a journalist, certainly in those days, you had a mentor. And it was like, you know, when you go to school and they send somebody to look after you for two weeks, oh, you I know, to show you around that. the playground and where all the games are and everything. <laughs> and, uh, and Nina was my <laughs> mentor oh, wow. when I first said, that's right. I, I call her now affectionately, if you listen to this, Nina Insane. Rather than <laughs> Nina Hussain, because she likes a party. Does she? So, That's yeah. good. <laughs> it's been so lovely having you. It's a pleasure, lady. Yes, thank you so, so much. Fun. Please come back. We'll have you on again in another Brilliant. season. Brilliant. That would be Love lovely. to do it.